Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Hello, and welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know. I hope everybody's having a great day. On today's episode, we feature the insightful, witty, and heartfelt music of Kathleen Smith. We talk with Kathleen about her decision to move to the mountains of New Mexico, where she built a recording studio in an old barn and taught herself how to engineer and produce. The result is a deeply personal album called Medicine Volume 1 that she'll be releasing this spring. Kathleen splits her time between New Mexico and Los Angeles, always following her passion to give people, especially women, permission to choose their own creative destinies. On today's episode, Kathleen performs three songs from her upcoming album, live from the Joy Sound Studio. She performs Carpe Diem, I Forgive You, But I'm Still Effin' Mad, and her newest single, just released today, February 26th, I Can See For Miles. So to start the show, please welcome Kathleen Smith, performing Carpe Diem on Joy Sounds. Like a string that's trying to unravel Like uncertainty of love and travel Like the winter when the snow came falling down And settled on the ground No one in the building heard a sound It's like that time I lived in New York City All the lights alive at night so pretty Winter of our deconstructing love affair God, I swear that night at Lincoln Center Started all of it To take up all that space To find my proper place To look into my face And say it's strange
like the way a garden keeps on growing after sun descends, horizon glowing. Like the way a perfect piece of art will make me start a song or want to be a painter or an artist. It's like the way a star above keeps shining after it explodes and I'm here mining it for meaning. Saying, Carpadium, please forgive me. Carpadium, please forgive me. Carpe diem, please forgive me. And that was Carpe Diem, performed by Kathleen Smith. And now we get to welcome to the Joy Sound Studio, Kathleen. Hi, Chris. How's so it going? So awesome to have you here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I love that song. What a beautiful song. But moreover, what a striking video. First of all, I want to make sure that all of our listeners stop what they're doing and go to YouTube and check out Carpe Diem by Kathleen Smith. Check out this video. It looks like an enormous undertaking. How did this come about? I have a joke that I have two speeds, zero or a million. <laughs> and so this was my first like official music video, and it, it was an undertaking. Yeah. There, was, there were multiple cross-country flights and multiple locations and a dance studio in New York with 14 dancers and shooting on 42nd Street, yeah. gorilla style. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I should even say this. <laughs> All right, that's okay. You know, The um, New York Film Permit squad shouldn't be listening yeah, right sure now. Yeah, I'm sure they're not listening. The beach in Marin County in California, the Redwoods, and then the Black Rock Desert, which is a desert island to drive on because I'm from Reno, Nevada. Oh, really? All right. Yeah, so I learned to drive out on the Black Rock. Basically, it came about, I was in a dance workshop. Dance is one of my big passions and spiritual practices, embodiment. And this vision just went across the screen of my mind of myself wrapped in this blanket walking in all these different landscapes. I was like, whoa, that is so beautiful what is this yeah because i just saw it and i didn't know what it was and i was like wow that's really cool and that was the genesis of it and i kept wondering this is beautiful what is this and then i later that day or maybe the next day in the dance workshop i realized oh this is a music video i just saw it so clearly me walking wrapped in this blanket multiple locations but it would be framed exactly the same every time so it looked very continuous yes and i would be walking very 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 slowly yeah and so i just saw it and then i finally i was like oh it's a music video well okay but for what song like what <laughs> so it, so did you need to write the song to the vision no i already you had, had the, the song, song. Okay. i had written the song in 2013 when I was up in the Boundary Waters, which uh-huh. is this beautiful lake forest geography in Minnesota. And yeah. I wrote it just one day. I was engaged at that point, And it was about two and a half years after a very long relationship yeah. had ended. And I had just read this book called The Time Traveler's Wife. It was like, I woke up really early that morning before the sun came up and we were staying in a lake house and everything was shades of gray. And the lake was this glassy, you know, sort of 
pewter gray mirror. Mm. And then the forest on the other side were just these black trees. It was a lighter shade of gray of the mm. sky. And it was mm. it was very striking. And then I finished that book later that day, The Time Traveler's Wife. And I have a thing of sometimes I'll finish a book. Oh, no, I'll be very full of feelings. Yeah. And I don't know what all the feelings are. I'm just like full of feelings of life and art and nature and beauty and heartbreak and just a million things. Yeah. And so I picked up my guitar and I just wrote the song in like, you know, a couple hours mm -hmm. or like an hour or two. And we were there with some friends and I played it for them and they were like, whoa, Kath, this is, this is beautiful. And that, that was a song about the end of that relationship that had happened in 2011. And I was now happily in a new one and it just poured out of me. And I was, I was like, God, I love songwriting. What a great confluence of environment. You finishing this book, yeah. surrounded by your friends, mm -hmm. the, the timing of all this, and that you had the wherewithal to make sure you had your guitar with you. So you captured that moment. Totally. I had been lugging my guitar around. Like I fucking <laughs> flew. We fucking flew from Los Angeles to Minneapolis. I was like, I just, I got to bring my guitar. We're going on this like two week vacation. I got to bring my guitar. And I had just rec finished recording Love Superstar, which is the full length that's, you know, that came out a few years ago that I made with Trina Shoemaker. I had just finished recording that at Sunset Sound in August. And then we went on this trip for like two weeks in the end of September. And I was like, I'm fucking bringing my guitar. <laughs> and... And I literally, I sh my guitar's name is Sheila, and I schlepped her around in the Boundary Waters. And I mean, that's the only time I played the guitar on the trip. But thank God I brought it because I, I finished that book. And there was something about the image that morning and that book, which is an excellent book, by the way, if yeah, anyone's yeah. looking for books to read. Right. And um, I just was like, I got to I gotta play my guitar. And it it was this guitar riff and it just really flowed right out of me and circling back to this video the other thing that i find striking about this you wrapped in this blanket beautiful headdress there's a pink theme throughout <laughs> the entire thing <laughs> but you actually don't sing at all in the video you're you it's just a presence the vision really uh, came to me as it unfolded the making of it more meaning became clear to me if that makes sense because Absolutely. It, it was a very mysterious process because it's like the picture just landed on the movie screen in my mind okay what is this oh okay it's a music video what song is it for fuck i don't fucking know oh it, oh it's for carpe diem oh my god that's the perfect song for it oh okay so okay so i want to make i it, i need to make a music video <laughs> right like life is like okay time to make a music video right. for this record now, that now you're it's time making. for your zero to 60 now it's time for the speed a million yeah and okay so i have to make a music video shit who am i gonna make it with man i don't know so i got back from the workshop was in vancouver got back to santa fe from vancouver it's like mid-january i go on a winter hike early one morning and i'm like who could i make this with do i know any videographers huh huh then i'm on this hike and it's like i don't know it's like i receive information yeah. sometimes and yeah, it just yeah. popped in and it was like kath your cousin who lives in New York City, is a videographer. Like, maybe you should reach out to him. And I was there like, you go. oh, my God. <laughs> you know? And so then it was just, it was 
It was one of the best things I've ever done in my life, making that video with my cousin. And like, I just had such a clear vision. And you're also splitting your time between Los Angeles and Santa Fe, New Mexico. And you've got yourself a studio set up in Santa Fe. So you're doing all self-produced. You're building what is going to become a record here soon. I assume that's also your happy place, being in the studio, doing that self-production and everything. Totally. It's it's my, I call it my clubhouse. Because it really is my clubhouse. Like, I just have all the art up that I like. Like, I'm a very, um, I'm the opposite of a minimalist. I'm a maximalist. (laughs) You know, I have altars everywhere and candles and twinkly lights. And I have these great studio monitors. And, you know, after I made Love Superstar, I had a Grammy Award winning producer. I had an amazing band. We recorded it at Sunset Sound. I did all those things because I needed every box, checked every box, did a Kickstarter, raised a bunch of money. I'm so proud of that record. Even when I was in pre-production for for Love Superstar, I had this feeling of like, you know, I think the next record I make is going to be just me, singer songwriter, and I'm gonna like rec- I'm gonna like Bonavere that shit. Uh-huh. You know, like <laughs> like when that when that Bonavere record came out, I listened to it nonstop in 2008, and that was when I still worked at an office job, mm-hmm. and I would sit in my car at lunch and cry and listen to the Bonavere <laughs> record, and and I was like, one day I'm gonna do something like this. I am. I just, I know I have to do something like this. I will. And so even in pre-production for Love Superstar, I was like, I I think my next record's going to be like, I'm just going to do a Bon Iver record, but Kathleen version. I toured Love Superstar a little bit and I had grand hopes for that record. Sure. Because I had checked all the boxes and I thought that was the thing that makes it so that then magical, big, huge things happen. Right, right. That's what I thought. Of course. And then I, I I, made this joke. I, you know, when the record was done, like I used to say this in my set for Love Superstar, like it couldn't make me a sandwich. Like I, I made a beautiful thing, but it didn't solve my life, sure. which is what I had thought it would do. Yeah, yeah. And that's a bittersweet pill to swallow. Yep. But then it sort of opens up this whole new landscape of like, oh, okay, so there's nothing that's going to solve my life. <laughs> like life's just always going to be what it is. There's right. not like a one one and done, I'm going to cross that finish line and then everything is going to fucking make sense. That's not going to happen. So now what? So now how do I orient with art and music and life and stuff? And so my husband and I, we got married six weeks before Love Superstar came out, mm-hmm. which was crazy. And then we had an opportunity to move to the mountains of New Mexico, like literally the side of a mountain up in the trees. And it felt like, I was like, yeah, logically this makes no sense <laughs> because I'm a musician and he's a writer and an actor. Like, why would you leave LA? But it felt in my heart like this is a like do this. Go have an adventure and like write your next record on the side of a mountain. You said that's what you wanted to do. Yep. Like Bonavere decamped to a cabin in the woods in the middle of the fucking winter, made a record. Right. So like now you have a chance. Go do it. So that's what I did. And I wanted to learn what is really my voice in all the ways mm-hmm. if if I'm not abdicating my power at any level. If I'm not like ah, I'm just a girl. I don't know about court, like like right. audio cords, you know, or like, I don't know, mics. I don't know software. I just felt like I want to learn how to do this stuff. And what will it be 
if I just have to really trust my own ear and I don't have anyone else to bounce it off of. And it was terrifying. Yeah. So it started in the barn there. And then, and I would have to make a fire because I was starting in, in the winter in January. So I'd make a fire and record. And at every turn, I just had to be like, trust your ear, Kath. It doesn't matter if you don't know all the things about like the DB or the frequencies or like, how do you whatever. Right. Like, right. all you have to know, Kathleen, is does this sound good to you? Then that's good. And if it doesn't, change it. Yeah. And you can figure it out. And to be a female who's recording and engineering my own stuff is fucking cool, man. It is. Like, it's just, it's so changing, obviously. But yep. people still are not used to that. And I think a lot of women, because I had it, feel intimidated yeah. or afraid or overwhelmed or like, I just don't really care about aux cables or like, eh, the software, like, I don't know. It's so empowering to be an artist who's like, I know how to record myself. I know how to mix myself. I, For the record, I had my friend Paul Tavener do the very final mix and mastering, but sure. it was like... I know what I want this to sound like. I want these background vocals to be panned super hard in either direction. I want the guitar here. I, you know, and those are all things that in the past I had really just felt like, I don't know, like yeah, right. thrown up my hands and been like, oh, this is frustrating. Yeah. And so I really, I know my voice so much more That's on great. all the levels as an artist, as a, as a result of doing that. And I'm very excited. You know, Carpe Diem is the first song from the record and there are more coming out yeah one of the songs that i'm fascinated with simply because it's such a contrast from carpe diem is i forgive you but i'm still fucking mad (laughs) i love this song because again it's just it, it it says the things that we all want to say as i said my songwriting is very informed by my life sure. experience and i went through a really i mean it was a terrible it was a terrible experience <laughs> with some people who were very good friends mm. and then just like the way they behaved i felt so extraordinarily betrayed that was like last that was like 2018 summer of right and it was just i mean it was it was gnarly <laughs> That's the right. And I'm not going to go into the story or whatever, but but I was also sort of it, it was just it was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. And it was so much internal growth for me. And at the end of the year last year, because 2018 was a very difficult year, mm. just on many, many levels. Mm. It was just like, you know, some years just like kick your ass. To prepare you for lots of good things. Like they sure. clear yeah, the yeah. decks, yeah. but it's fucking hard. Yeah. And so at the end of the year last year, I I ended up getting really sick for like two weeks. I was so sick. And I was doing all this journaling and writing about like some of the things I'd been through. And I wrote this line, I forgive you, but I'm still fucking mad. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that is a good line. That could be a song. I was like, there's just something about that line. And I went on a retreat. I was so sick. I went with my friend Eliza. We went to this retreat. And I was like, I'm going to write that fucking song. I think some of this sickness is like, I have to really finish alchemizing this shitty situation. And I need to make some art about this. I need to make this song. Now we definitely have to ask you to perform this if you don't mind. I would love to. Okay. All right. Thank you. So this is Kathleen Smith performing I Forgive You, But I'm Still Fucking Mad on Joy Sounds. 
I forgive you, but I'm still fucking mad I'm over it, but what you did was really bad I forgive you, but it still fucking hurts We can move on, we can let go But let's face it, we will never be like we were I forgive you, but I hope you burn in hell After all the shit you pulled, I don't hope you're doing well I forgive you, but I don't need you in my life I will move on, I will let go But let's face it, I hope I don't see you around sometime Fucking hurts. I've mostly moved on, I mostly let go, and I'm facing it. We will never be like we were. I've mostly moved on, I mostly let it all go, and I'm facing it. We will never be like we were. We will never be like we were. We will never. Never be like we were. And that was I Forgive You, But I'm Still Effin' Mad by Kathleen Smith. I love hearing the stories behind these songs. It helps me to get to know the artist and their music on such a deeper level. And that's what Joy Sounds is all about. If you appreciate how Joy Sounds not only introduces you to new music, but provides insights into their artistry through their stories, then I'd love to invite you to support Joyce Sounds. Please visit patreon.com slash Joyce Sounds Music. Once again, that's patreon.com slash Joyce Sounds Music. And subscribe to Joyce Sounds at whatever level works best for you. Any amount will help to keep Joyce Sounds going so we can continue to bring you this great music and these great stories. Now let's get back to our conversation with Kathleen Smith. And that was I Forgive You, But I'm Still Fucking Mad by Kathleen Smith. And yeah, I think that I, I think that's as direct as you can be. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's the most rewarding thing for me about that song. Uh, I mean, writing it was the most sure. rewarding yeah, thing. Yeah. But then like the extra double bonus is the way people are just like, Kathleen, that song, like, I feel like you wrote that for me. Like, I love that song so much. I feel yeah. like you wrote that for me. That's how I feel about my ex-husband. That's how I feel. And I'm like, 
Cool. Take it. Take it. Cool. <laughs> Great. You know, like like I said, the beauty of a song like that is that it expresses the things that we don't want to say out loud, and that's that's the job of the songwriter, right? Among many, right? But like, yeah, music to express the inexpressible. Yeah. You know, I have a daydream that I'll buy a house from that song, and okay. then that will be the best revenge. Well, you're you're. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, yeah, thanks for that, because I fucking bought a house. <laughs> What we've already heard from this podcast is your visions are quite strong. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm not going to put it Talk past you. Talk to me you. in a few years. Absolutely. I've had the pleasure of knowing you for quite some time. Yes. What I've always known about you is your nurturing quality. Mm. You are, I don't know if you see yourself as this or not, but you're a born teacher. You share your knowledge and want to spread your knowledge very naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even heard it in, in a, as a, a line in... Uh, in a song uh, mm. of yours of I love teaching. Oh yeah. You know, and and <laughs> I uh I can see that in you. I'm just wondering if that's sort of among the many inspirations that went into you crafting your songwriting club. The songwriting club was a joint it was a co-creation okay. with a couple of other women from USC days, which is how you and hey, I know each other. Mm-hmm. I do love to teach and I do personally feel like I want to live my life and share my music and share all the millions of other things that I'm passionate about in a way that helps other people live better lives or like live the life that they feel in their heart they might want. And so there's an inherent like teaching leadership quality to everything I do, sort of even unconsciously. The songwriting club actually was much more, like I said, a Mm co-creation and a desire on the part of all of us, because there were four ladies who created it. We were sitting at a table in Cantor's Deli after I had like my second show ever at Genghis Cohen, mm-hmm. like in January of 2006. And even before that, some of us who had taken songwriting at USC created a songwriting club at USC. And so this was like a hey, we could do this because we all were songwriters and we felt a desire to be able to circle with other songwriters, you know, sort of like a writing group, right? Yeah. Like professional, <laughs> we weren't professional songwriters at yet at that point, yeah. um, but everyone has gone on to be. And to circle with other people who do what you do and can give helpful, critical feedback when you're at a juncture where you're like, I'm not sure, is this bridge working? Mm-hmm. Is this first working? What do you think of the lyrics? I'm thinking between these two melodies. Like, I've taken to calling it song shop because that's really what it is, yeah. right? And so we've been going now for, and it was a, a women's songwriting club. So we've been going now for almost, what is that? It'll be 14 years in January. That's amazing. Yeah, and and it's like just a huge passion of mine because there's nothing I love. Like I literally live for songs. Ever since I've known you, the other thing that I love about you and why I enjoy being around you so much is you've always had this incredibly strong compass always wanting to make things beautiful and bring love and bring joy to people and it just seems to be your barometer that is your north star as an artist as a person beauty medicine is real i'm just such a devotee of love Mm -hmm. and beauty and i i believe that's what makes all of this and i stand for love on all levels for every single being, literally in the universe. That's what I serve. And it gives me great joy to do that. 
you have a service component to your art making, don't you? Yeah. You feel like you have a role in this world. Yeah. That has been a challenge for me over the years. Tell me about that. I've always felt in my heart, I feel compelled to help people. There's a very strong healer aspect to me as a person and an artist. And in like the old, old, old days in like tribal living, the tribal healer was also the shaman, Mm -hmm. the priest, the artist, and the healer. It was all those things wrapped into one. When I found that information out, I was like, oh, okay, that makes me feel better. Because for a long time, I just thought like, oh, like making music just to make music or like trying to be a star. It just never felt like enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If that makes sense. It's been a journey for me to start to receive the reflection from others that actually my songs themselves are healing. And I don't even have to try to receive that reflection and be like, oh, right. Music is medicine, Mm -hmm. which that is what my record is called, medicine. And that is the title track, medicine. Like music is medicine. I know how much it's medicine for me. And so to start to stand in the worthiness of that that's enough has been a major journey, but also to stand in the okayness of like, my heart is just compelled to want to help people. I just serve love at all the deepest levels. And so when I I want to be able to show people that they can live wonderful, beautiful, soul-expressed lives if that's what they're craving. Mm -hmm. Because I spent Mm -hmm. so many years hoping and wishing and daydreaming, but feeling like it wasn't possible that maybe there was more to life than just I go to my corporate job and I make music on the side and I'm in a relationship where he says he supports my dreams but really doesn't and just all these sort of smallnesses. Yeah. And then I was lucky enough for whatever reason to have a path that that showed me like, no, there is more. Your soul is real. Magic is real. Love is real. The universe is a beautiful, magical, wonderful place. And like we are here to live and let live. That's just who I am as a being. Like I, someone said a few years ago, I was in a ceremony and she said, I want a bigger life. And I was like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about that. Yeah. That's what I want to help you. Like I, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want everyone to have the, whatever that feels like internally, that internal freedom And it doesn't, having a bigger life doesn't mean bigger house, bigger car, better job, more money, necessarily. It's like, everything is perfect. You are so loved. You are magical. Like, you're a beautiful, unique soul who has these gorgeous gifts and you belong here. And, you know, that's all the message I needed when I was in I mean, I still need, but I feel so much more rooted in it than I ever have. And I don't even remember now what your question was. I get so excited talking about love. and I so appreciate you bringing that light and that energy Mm. to today's conversation, (laughs) um, because I think that it's such an important part of who you are that we couldn't present you as an artist today without really diving into it. (laughs) You talked about your record, Medicine. Yeah. This is so exciting and self-produced. All Ugh, oh, it's so proud. Wow, that is currently out and available. Or some of it, maybe part right, one, right? And music videos, and maybe you'll even get on the road here pretty soon. Oh yeah, I'll definitely once. Um, I think I'll be probably hitting the road a little bit in like it's feeling like April, May, June. There'll probably be I'll probably be hitting the road to support. Yeah, Yeah. I'm ready to get back out there. Well, there's a lot for our listeners to follow. And so I'm going to be sure that um, all of your 
social media contact is on my website oh, yeah. and on our website so that yeah. people can uh, keep up with all of these developments as they come. So yeah. that, that'll be cool. Before I let you go, I, I'd love to hear one more song I from you. I would love to play you one. And uh, the, the one I'm going to ask you to play is I Can See For Miles because this is just a gorgeous, gorgeous song. So I have that line in Carpe Diem where I say a perfect piece of art will make me start a song or want to be an artist. And so I can see for miles, I had just finished reading the Amanda Palmer book, The Art of Asking, yeah, which is just who she is as an artist and a revolutionary and a woman. And I just, she's so inspiring to me. And she's a fucking excellent writer. Yeah. And the book is just, it's absolutely beautiful. And I finished the book and I just was full of feelings again. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. And I sat down at the piano and I, ju it just, it's funny, not all of my songs pour out in 20 minutes, but I, these three did. And that was another one. It just was like, boom. We had been in New Mexico for four months and it's very spacious out there. Mm -hmm. And you really can see for miles, which is how Nevada is. And I grew up in Nevada. Yeah. But you, it's just, there's so much space base there. I was really going through a process having relocated at that time because I didn't know I would be splitting time. You know, this is four years down the road. Right. But that was a couple months after leaving and, and I was in a deep grieving process mm -hmm. around leaving Los Angeles, but also very happy to be in New Mexico with all the space. And so it was just me working through all those complicated feelings. Kathleen, this has been one of my very favorite conversations. Oh, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Yeah. And this is Kathleen Smith playing I Can See for Miles. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you so much, Chris. It's really been a pleasure. So 
many times I kept going, so many times that I've fallen. I love the sunshine. It in vain. I love pianos. I love the stage. I love the way it always turns out. Though I never saw it go in that way. And I can see from my eyes on a sunny day. and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Music you need to know.